World-class companies always consider this in their contracts. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What's happening? I am Eric J. Olson. My guess is that you followed a very similar path as I did when it came to creating a contract for your company, if you've even got to that point. For me, and I think this is an incredibly common route for entrepreneurs to take, at first, no contract, almost no agreement whatsoever. I'll just work and maybe I'll bill you or maybe not. And even in the very beginning, like when I very, very first started doing any kind of like freelancing or like, you know, work for other people, clients and whatnot. I just wanted the experience. So I, I just, you know, I, I would do, I did a sweat labor, sweat equity once or twice. It was a total waste of time, except for the fact that I acquired experience and I started to build a portfolio. So that's what I actually got out of it in return. So there was no scope. There was no money exchanged. As I started to freelance, we would specify things like hourly rates and in a general scope. But in the very beginning, I didn't even get like people like to sign anything. And then over time, I started to formalize a little bit more. I would write down a scope of work. I'd put a price down. They'd sign the proposal, but it probably was barely enforceable in a court of law because none of the terms and conditions and all, you know, nothing had been defined. There was nothing in writing besides basically, I'll build you a website, you pay me this much. You know, I mean, there's so many things that could go wrong in such a basic agreement like that. And by the way, contracts are really not meant for when the relationship is going well. It's meant for when the relationship falls apart to protect both parties. So as time went on, I started to get more formalized with my proposals and then my contracts. As a matter of fact, I gave a talk one time at a conference and I was basically heckled because I said at the time, I didn't actually have a formal contract. I just had my uh, new clients sign a proposal. And the guy that you know, heckled me, he had gotten beyond that phase. And he, I talked to him afterwards and said, yeah, we present our contract to the prospective client and they either sign it or we don't work for them. And I was like shocked, shocked that he had, let's just say it like it is, the balls to, to do that. You either sign my contract or we don't work but you know what? Guess what? Fast forward several years. That's how we are right now at Red Digital. Like there's absolutely zero chance that we would start working for a client unless they sign a contract. It just ain't going to happen. Like we're so far beyond that. And it's not that we have quote balls. And that's just the way business is done. You know, I just didn't realize it at the time. So that's the natural progression. What's important in a contract, whether it's formal or informal, and as you do this more often and for longer, you will learn that you have to get rid of ambiguities as much as possible. Always get rid of the ambiguities, whether it's in the scope of work, whether it's in the payment terms, whether it's you know when they're going to pay you, whether it's in late fees, or whether it's in all sorts of various boundary conditions, things that probably will never happen, but could. Right? You have to define all that in order to make it incredibly clear what the expectations are going into the contract. And then you need to enforce that. 
But there's so many different things to clarify that it just takes time unless you have someone in your company or an advisor that already has that experience. So it is a good idea, in my opinion, to go talk to a business attorney to draft up a contract for you when the time is right. I am definitely not recommending you do this in the very beginning. It's a lot of money and uh, you're really not talking about a lot of stake, but as the numbers get bigger, as you have employees and whatnot, as you get your full-time uh, money, income out of it, the stakes are higher. That's when it's time to spend the money and it's money well worth it. So a couple things to think about, but look, the best companies in the world, the ones that are doing the biggest deals, they have already done this. They've, they've flushed out all the ambiguity and they've fleshed out the entire contract. That's what you should aim for as well. If you're there already, congratulations. If not, start working on it piece by piece. If you like this podcast and you know a lawyer who wants to grow their law firm practice, tell them to check out ArrayLaw.com. Array Digital exclusively serves managing partners who want to aggressively grow their law firm. ArrayLaw.com.